What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. S from the Mental Hot Podcast, and I'm happy to be back for another episode. I know it's been a while just coming off the summer and uh, spending time with family and, you know, just taking some time to practice some good self-care and some time to relax and take it easy. But um, I'm back and I look forward to um, bringing some new episodes to close out the rest of 2019. Um, So this is that first episode. And I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a great, a great episode. Um, It's called Broken Rocks. It's called Broken Rocks, the Mental High Podcast, Dr. S, new episode called Broken Rocks. And let me just give a little context as to why I decided to name it Broken Rocks and do uh, a new episode this particular week. First of all, it's been a kind of like a crazy week. I mean, it's it's Suicide Awareness Month, and then it was Suicide Awareness Week, and it's been Suicide Awareness Day this past week, and it's just been a lot of interesting energy. And I don't know if anybody else in the realm of counseling and doing clinical work and therapy has sort of felt the same way I felt this week. Um, about this particular week, but you know, it's just been, it's been, it's been a kind of crazy off week and even sort of like for myself, like, uh, I don't know, my energy's just been a little bit off, like just doing this work. I've been doing this, this, this work in terms of the counseling realm, um, for over 20 years now. And, you know, you have your ebb and flows throughout the journey and, and, and throughout the year where you just have different times in which you sort of like, you know, you put so much energy into helping people and, you know, being empathetic and being compassionate. And, you know, again, as much as I even talk about self-care and um, taking care of yourself, I lax on that sometimes. And I get caught up in giving, giving, giving and pouring into others. And I get caught up in my tank and my reserve being empty. And that's one of the things that is so sort of just intriguing and sort of crazy about this work, because I feel like even the people that know better, we don't always do better, but that is essentially like everybody, right? And that that's a reminder that we are all human and we're not perfect. And we too also could get caught up as clinicians and therapists get caught up in, in doing this work. So, you know, just in full transparency, just sort of was on a, a vibe this week, like, you know, am I making a difference? Am I really helping people? Um, I got my own challenges and issues that I'm working on and, you know, and putting pressure on myself to do better in terms of the work that I do and being and being a father and being a husband and being a family man and, you know, and everything. And, you know, just being a being a man in general and being a black man and sort of like trying to figure it out, you know, and. And, and, and then just questioning, you know, and questioning, you know, this this work that I do. 
And as much as I talk about self-care and purpose, you know, I don't want anybody to get things twisted. Like we all go through it. And so, you know, going throughout this week with those, that kind of energy and then um, seeing these, these stories that came into the news cycle, you know, this week, um, the first one was, had to deal with this pastor, Pastor Jared Wilson, who died by suicide. Now, again, we know suicide happens all the time throughout this country and, and around the world. But here was a pastor of a mega church who talked about and preached on mental health and um, was an advocate for mental health. And you would think would be this sort of like rock when it came to understanding the impact of mental health and treatment and, and depression and anxiety. And he ended up taking his own life. Again, broken rocks. What we looked on as what people, I'm sure in his congregation as a pastor, looked at him to be the rock, you know, to be solid, to be that strong presence. And even he succumbed to depression, something that he was speaking out against. And that's pretty powerful. And it's, and it's so much, it's so much, it's so deep because his faith, his, his love for Jesus, his, his spiritual work, none of that was able to move him into a space in which he felt that he didn't have to make this decision as the only way to escape the pain he was under. It didn't compel him. It didn't ground him. It didn't move him. You know, he left behind a family. He left behind kids. So think about that. This 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 rock that we, you know, I didn't know him personally. I didn't, I, it's my first time hearing him, but the perception, I'm sure his congregation and his family and people around him, even though he was struggling and he talked very openly about his battles with depression, they might have looked at him as being the rock, someone who would never do something like this, someone who would never commit suicide. Yet he did. And then within that same sort of in the same sort of week that suicide prevention and suicide awareness is highlighted. We have a director of the counseling department at Penn University, Penn State in Pennsylvania. A person who talked about resilience. His name was Gregory Ells. Gregory Ells, and you should Google him and, and, and see how this went as well. He spoke about resiliency. Um, they say he specialized in resiliency. So resiliency is that ability to, in the face of, um, in the face of difficult times, it's, it's where you could kind of reach down and pull that inner strength, that um, 
inner, inner feeling to go on, to persevere, to be determined, to, to be strong in, the, in, the, in our darkest moments. And he specialized in that. And he died by suicide. He took his own life. The pressures of the job. It was said that he was talking about how difficult and challenging the job was. That this role that he took on. And again, a person who specializes in resiliency succumbed to his pain and his stress, overwhelming amounts of what it seems stress and maybe depression that he couldn't reach down deep inside and grab that same resilience that he spoke on, that he specialized in. Broken rocks. He was expected to be the rock. The perception that he was probably dealing with this stuff, but could he get help for it as the rock? What kind of, how would he be perceived to be this, this, this specialist when it came to resiliency? But him, him himself, he needed the help and he needed encouragement. And he couldn't draw from Resiliency wasn't enough for him. And that's deep. Broken rocks. Rock solid. That's what therapists, counselors, um, change agents are expected to be. But who put this pressure on us to be this way? Maybe we put it on ourselves. And I got a chance to attend uh, a, a great brother's forum in August, and it was powerful. And I, and I love something that we talked about in that forum. It took place in Harlem. Shout out to my man, my brother, Oliver. Dope brother um, who put that together and invited me out. And we were talking about transparency and vulnerability. And transparency is such a it's such a powerful process. Transparency and vulnerability. And I mean total transparency. The ability to be completely and utterly authentic and honest and true and real. Seems that that's what we need amongst our clinicians counselors, change agents, pastors, specialists, people out here that are taking in energy from other people on a regular a regular basis. We need to be transparent as well. So in the next segment, we're going to dive a little bit more into the nuances and difficulties that change agents face and being transparent, total transparency, being vulnerable, but then seeking help for themselves. And I don't want to even say seeking help. This is this baseline, just talking about it. Because that's what we preach. You got to talk about it. You got to talk about it. You got to open up. 
But do we do we take our own advice? And we know that's not the case because being human is part of that. You know, we so much of the work that we do is us. I don't know. I, I don't know if a lot of people understand that. So many people that go into this 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 field of work, this is who they are on a regular basis. Like different than a police officer or a fireman. They put on that uniform and when they put on that uniform, they go to work. And I think there's a, a, a component of it that fits with them as well. But for social workers, change agents, counselors, coaches, a lot of times there is no uniform. This The uniform is who we are. So we don't take it off when we when we leave that client. Because it's 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 the role of a change agent. Most people in this particular line of work are naturally change agents. They really deeply care about people. So to simply say, oh, you know, leave your work at home or leave your work at the office. Easier said than done. Next segment, let's get a little bit more into it. Broken Rocks, the Mental High Podcast. Dr. S. We'll be right back. So Dr. S. The Mental Hot Podcast. This episode was called Broken Rocks. And it really was just a... You know, inspired by the events of this week and this month, suicide awareness, suicide prevention. And then these two high profile, I'll say high profile cases in which people within the helping profession change agents, pastors, director of counseling, both specialists. I think that's another important part, too. Both of these instances, um, both of these cases, both of these individuals both specialize or talked about a specific aspect of mental health. In one area, resilience. In the, uh, another area was um, the pastor, a strong advocate for mental health awareness and treatment. Both of these, these men took their lives. And these are men. That's another component. This is called Broken Rocks because they were both what, what people would consider rocks within their respective fields. Solid, um, you know, strong, you know. But again, broken. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why I use the word broken and how I'm going to flip that a little bit later on because that's a word that that um, kind of gets to me a little bit, but for, for the episode of for this episode, it, it fits. But I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what I mean by broken rocks. So last segment, I was telling you when we came back, we was gonna get a little bit more into the nuances of the difficulties change agents have, and I'm talking from my own experience as well. Um, 
And then we'll talk a little bit about social media and how that plays into it as well. So first, I mean, there's this innately difficult, inherently difficulty in talking about mental health. There's a stigma, a shame around it. We all know that. Well, we're we're, where these rocks, meaning us, change agents, are putting that out there. We are trying to get people to be um, not ashamed or, or, you know, ignore the stigma and defy it and, and talk about how you feel. So why is it that we, the rocks, have the most so-called rocks, have the most difficult time with the concept of total transparency and vulnerability. And that's because how can we tell people to be a certain way and we're not practicing what we're preaching? So think about that. If there's already a stigma and shame around it for the layman, the average person, what kind of stigma and shame hovers around the field of counseling and coaching and clinical work and therapists, therapy? Imagine it has to be amplified, I would think, right? Because every day we're absorbing energy from other people. Think, think about that. Think about how crazy it is. That's why when we talk to people about this profession, a lot of them will say, I don't know how you do it. But think about what we do. We purposely go into a space in which we know trauma, pain, hurt, disappointment, abuse, sexual abuse, misconduct, um, um, depression, anxiety, um, personality disorders, identity disorders we 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 purposely and intentionally go into these spaces in which people are releasing toxic energy they're releasing it and we're we're, we're encouraging them to release it and we purposely go into these spaces to help people heal like we sign up for this job and we know what we're getting ourselves into, but do we really know? I've been doing this for over 20 years and the stories that I've heard, like a lot of clinicians out there, you, you, you people just can't imagine it. Clients that are lost, clients that have been incarcerated, every single gamut of the DSM. I mean, How do we do it? And I did my doctorate and dissertation. I got my doctorate and I did my dissertation on self-care to mitigate burnout. So here I am, the so-called expert when it comes to self-care. That's like that director was the expert when it came to resiliency. And, and I struggle with my own self-care. And I've had times 
where I felt burnt out. And, and be honest, completely transparent with this episode, Broken Rocks. This is about full transparency. I, I've been burned out. And I, I, I slowly started to take myself away from clinical work. Like I had to cut back. And now I'm more into the space of education. I still have a, a, a caseload that's manageable for me. And I feel great. I feel rejuvenated. There was a point in time in my in my professional career where I took on too much. And I was afraid to say no. So when I when I talk about self-care to people, and when I did my dissertation on that, and when I was, you know, when I wrote the book, Good Mornings, Wake Up Calls for Life, I was talking about myself. This is firsthand, first-hand accounts. What people read in my book is the challenges and difficulties that I was going and I was journaling my feelings in that book. So I was a I was the broken rock. But how did I talk about that? Again, we we gotta be transparent. It's different for men and women. Let's not dispute that. I, later on, as I progressed and I and I matured and I evolved and I and, and I had to go through some things, I realized I gotta talk to my brothers, man. Like I, I gotta get with my boys and, and I gotta like have real transparent conversations. And I had to kind of get over that fear. So I can only imagine what these two individuals were experiencing. Because what I had to do in, in full transparency and vulnerability is forget being a rock. Like forget, I don't even care what the perception of it is. I don't even care about saying no no more. I don't even care about, you know, the case is... is we need to transition. I don't even care about the money. I'm not, and I'm not gonna dis- full disclosure. I'm not gonna tell people how much money I make, but my hourly rate is is, is you know it's up there. You know, over over two hundred dollars an hour. In some instances. And I'm, I'm like, nah. You know. There's been times where there's been things that even more than that. You know, my hourly rate. And I just, nah. Self-care. I had to really forget being a rock. I had to get out of the mindset that I had to be the rock. I had to be the strong one. And that 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 meme that talks about check on your strong friends check on the rocks in your family check on the check on when people say he or she that's the rock of our family who checks on them I always love asking who encourages the encourager 
In full transparency, ask yourself, who encourages the encourager? And for the clinicians and counselors and therapists out there, coaches, what do you do when you know you can no longer be the rock? Where it's literally killing you inside. See, we have to understand how this suicidal ideation and, and, and that feeling of suicidal thoughts is flipping the inside outward. So understand, the person is literally dying inside, succumbing to the issues they're experiencing inside. And suicidal ideation is the continuing of those thoughts and feelings. The act of committing suicide is succumbing to those thoughts. So when we tell people you, you got to talk about it, we got to take that same advice. We have to take that same advice even more so because we are on a daily basis not giving ourselves time our, ourselves time to recover. There's no recovery time because we go from that session where we took in um, anxiety and, and trauma and then and then we take on another session where we're dealing with depression, somebody else's stuff, and then we're taking on somebody else's trauma, absorbing it. We absorb so much energy. And then if we do not disperse that injury, we, we, we take it in. And that's, that's just in our professional work. But remember what I said earlier. Is there really a separation at the end of the day? Am I really just a social worker? Or am I a social worker? Listen to that. You don't hear a lot of... It's like who I am. There's no other profession like it. Think about it. So I, people are signing up for a profession in which, and I don't believe this, where people will say pay minimum, pay is minimal, accolades minimal, but we we still sign up for it. Yeah, let me do that. Yeah, let me take on, let me, let me sit in a room with that kind of energy on a regular basis. And not just do it, enjoy it. I can't wait to jump into it. The rocks. But what do you do when you can no longer be the rock? And that is the question at hand. Can you say to yourself, I can no longer be the rock? And I don't care. And in fact, I don't want to be the rock anymore. I have to be totally transparent. I'm done. Can we do that without worrying about the perception of others, worrying about what this person thinks about me, just my colleague, how they sees me, how do they see me? Um, case managers, how do they look at me? 
I'm not, I'm not the rock. And it's okay. Broken rocks. Next episode, I'm going to talk about that word broken. So I talked about the rock part. This being solid. The pillar. Strong. Broken rocks. Broken rocks. Broken. What does that mean? When I get back, I'm going to finish up. I feel like this needs a part two and I need some guests. I might I might do a part two with this one and, and, and bring somebody on or bring some people on for this, this next one. I think we got really... I think we're going to have to get into it. Broken Rocks, the Mental Hot Podcast. Dr. S, be right back. Mental Hop with Dr. S, the Mental Hop Podcast. This episode is called Broken Rocks. Just, just inspired with, with everything that's going on this week, suicide prevention, and these two high-profile cases in which um, a pastor of a mega church who is a strong advocate of mental health, Jared Wilson, committed suicide, and also talking about um, the case in which the director of counseling, University of Pennsylvania, Gregory Ellis, uh, Gregory Ells, also committed suicide. Both considered rocks in their profession. One was a strong advocate of mental health. The other considered a specialist when it came to resiliency. But yet and still, they both succumbed to the pain and the challenges and mental health issues that they were facing, even though they were expected to be the rocks in their respective fields. So in the last segment, I was talking about that, that rock And what does it mean when you can no longer be the rock? But the name of the episode is called Broken Rocks. And so I just have a, I really have a a difficult time with the word broken. And I've heard that in the mental health sort of realm and in my travels. and, And I've heard people say that I'm just broken. And I'm, I'm, I'm quick to correct people with that because and I, I remember I was on the episode with Shanti Das to silence the shame. And we were talking about this word broken. And, and I said, see, we got to talk about that because people are not broken. It, it, feeling broken and being broken are two different things. And I think how you project that energy and you verbalize and vocalize Each one is different, but they can be just as impactful depending on how you verbalize and vocalize it. To say I feel broken versus I am broken, not the same. Because I know my feelings of being broken, we know feelings are temporary. Broken to me, when you say I am broken, it brings out this this context of which you are saying like you're done. And we know, I know metaphorically, like a person can't be broken. So why, if a person can't be broken, why would we say we're broken? Just in the in the 
in the, in the physical realm, like you can't be broken. So to say you are broken has such a, like a finite way about it. Like you're done. So when I say broken rocks, I'm like, no, we're not broken. We're rocks, but we don't care about that. But we're not broken. We feel broken. We feel done. This was a specialist in resiliency. Resiliency is not the answer to something that is broken. If a person says they're broken, re resiliency works when you feel broken. Because we know feelings are temporary. The feeling of being broken is a temporary state. Resiliency swoops in and it's like the closure to that feeling. Feeling broken means that there's a void. Resiliency comes in and fills, fills that void when you feel broken. Resiliency isn't going to work when you say you are broken. Because resiliency works with feelings. Strength. I am broken means that resiliency has the power to fix you. Resiliency doesn't have the power to fix you. Not broken. But if you really believe that you are broken, don't start to act like that, talk like that, walk like that. I'm gonna project that. Rocks are silent. And that's my concern. When you're the rock, you never say, I am the rock. Think about that. The strongest people never tell you, I'm the strongest person in this group. I am the rock. Nah, rocks aren't like that. Who rocks are has usually been prompted up by other people. Like people usually have anointed people to be the rock. People usually don't sign up and say, yeah, I'm the rock of my family. Usually somebody else points out you're he or she's the rock of our family. So again, rocks are usually silent. Strong and silent. And then again, Talking about social workers, therapists, and counselors. Expected to be the rock. Expected to tell people, express your feelings. Talk about it. The rock is silent. It does not do that. Here lies where the problem comes in. Feeling broken or saying, excuse me, projecting that they're broken broken but not speaking about it internally broken but never really talking about it silent that's the rock expected to be strong that's the rock but inside 
projecting, claiming, stating that they are broken. That is a deadly combination. Literally, people are breaking up inside, but silent as the rock is supposed to be. Never talks about it. So how do we beat that? Because y'all know me, I don't ruminate. I don't want to ruminate. We have a serious issue with suicide. We have a serious issue with suicide in this country, in the world, in this country. There's a strong issue with suicide within the black community, a strong issue with suicide just in this country in general with men. But there's a strong issue that we need to pay attention to. And that's with change agents, counselors, therapists. I'm concerned. We need more support groups for this particular population. Mental health is becoming even more and more and more and more of a hot topic. That means more and more people are getting into it. That means more and more um, status, more and more pressure, more and more competition, more and more rocks, more and more silence amongst this profession. And I'm concerned about that. So what do I say? Stop trying to be the rock. Quit being the rock. I'm not the rock. I'm a human. I feel pain, but I am not broken. I feel broken. I go through things just like anybody else does. I go through the same things similar to what my clients go through. Total transparency. Full vulnerability. So again, let me repeat that. What do we need? More support groups. Total transparency. Full vulnerability. And proclaiming, I am not the rock. And I will not be silent. I am not broken. I feel broken. When you feel broken... We know the feelings in temporary. That's when we can reach for resiliency. That's when we can reach for support, encouragement, empowerment, therapy for ourselves. Not worried about the perception of how you see me or how you view me. I'm not in competition with the next clinician, counselor, coach. There's no competition in this line of work. This is purpose work, purposeful work. I'm not trying to show you that I can be the rock. In fact, I'm trying to show you that I can be human. And people respect that. That's what people... Total transparency is something that we should be promoting. But again, what we do is we got to keep silent. The rock is silent. No more. I want to hear more counselors and therapists be vulnerable and talk about the challenges and issues they have in this line of work. Days are not all good. I lost kids. 
This summer, I lost a, a, a kid I was working with. He was shot and killed. It hurt. It messed me up. I didn't want to see any cases. Discrimination, social justice is what I'm fighting for. But more stories of kids getting shot in the back. Every time one of those issues happens, every time one of those police shootings happen, do you know what it does to so many rocks? But we stay silent about it. I mean, in this line of work, it 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 it, it amplifies the feelings. And yeah, we speak out about it, but internally, it's a whole different dialogue that we're having. But we can't stay silent. We have to be totally transparent. It hurts. So when that, that means says check on your strong friend, this week I'm in like checking on check on your rocks. Check on your counselors and coaches. I'm worried about them. Check on them. You good? Follow-up questions this week. Yeah, I'm good. Not enough. How's your mental health? How's work? How you dealing with the clients? Everything all right? I talked about that this week. Follow-up questions. We're not in the age anymore of one question. We learned that early on in this work. We do not do closed-end questions, open-ended questions only. And now I'm doing like three, four question minimum. And that's for everybody. I'm not trying to hear like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Keep it moving. Nah. You good? Yeah, I'm good. What's good then? Right? It's, that's, that's funny. Usually the follow-up is, what's good? Nah, but on a serious note, it's, you know, how's everything at home? And then we have to be okay answering those questions too. We can't stay silent. We are no longer silent rocks. We are no longer trying to be the rock. We're trying to be human. The Mental Hot Podcast, Broken Rocks, Dr. S. We'll be right back. So the Mental Hot Podcast with Dr. S, Broken Rocks is the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I know it was a serious episode, but I think it's something that we need to, to do a little bit more of and I will do more of. Um, just to review, um, you no longer have to be the rock. You know, you, you're not broken. You may feel broken, but you're not broken. Don't stay silent. Total transparency, full vulnerability from now on out. We are not going to allow ourselves to be dying on the inside and get to a point in which we flip from the inside outside and we commit or do something that transfers the pain that we are feeling. And I want to be committed to that. Me personally, professionally, personally, I told y'all it's hard to even separate the two. But I want to be committed 
to checking on my rocks, checking on the people that I know that are doing this, this powerful work and seeing how they are, what are they doing with that energy once they take it in and encouraging them not to be silent or don't feel like you, you're the rock. You're not the rock, you're human and you're not broken. You may feel broken. You may be feeling a little bit down and out, but you're not broken and you have to definitely, definitely proclaim the difference in those two. I'm not broken. I feel like this. I'm not this. There's a difference. And your words are powerful. So that's just, that's the, you know, that's, that's broken rocks. We're healing. We tell people to heal, but we're also healing. And as we go into this new season, I think it's, it's so important that we close out this year with a focus on making sure that the people that do this powerful work, important work, that they are well and energized. I think we need to, if you know somebody that's doing this work, reach out to them and check on them. I'm going to make sure that is something that I start doing. I'm going to be intentional with that. I'm going to be talking to people, reaching out to people, DMing people. You know, you good? Like, everything okay? I hope you're taking care of yourself. You know, how are you handling that energy that you're absorbing? And I think that's that will move us into a good position. It's a good start. We have to talk it, walk it. If we're going to preach it, then we have to live it. But not feel like there's pressure not to say anything. We're not going to stay silent. Dr. S, the Mental Hop Podcast. Thank you for the support with Mental Hop. Mental health education through hip hop culture. Um, thanks for the support with the book, Good Mornings, Wake Up Calls for Life, the symposium. So young people, we did some great work over the summer. Got school signed up for the fall. Um, new book on the way. I know I've been talking about it. It's basically done. Um, good afternoons. It's on the way, I promise. Um, new episodes coming. Maybe a follow-up to Broken Rocks. Um and I can't wait. And again, take care of yourself. Talk about it. Don't stay silent. You're not broken. You may feel broken. Keep going. Total transparency, full vulnerability to close out this year. Dr. S, Mental Hot Podcast. Peace. <laughs>